When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. Oh, this would be episode 550 of Coach Unplugged. Um, before we head off, big shout out to our sponsor, Dr. Dish. You know, uh, the Dr. Dish home shooting machine, I believe, is on. There's a waiting list for it right now, but make sure you go over and check that out. There's all sorts of great drills and technology and stuff over at their website. Go over and check that out. Great people up there in Minneapolis. Um, mention Coach Unplugged or High School Hoops. They'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com. Um, they allow us to keep the lights on. Um, like I've said, for the last couple of weeks, I've just started a daily podcast, kind of walk you through my season here. Um, started in 2020, figured it was a good time to start that. Um, so you can find that on teachhoops.com or you can go over on Patreon and find it there. Um, there's different levels, but if you join teachhoops.com, you can find it there. But if you're just looking for podcasts or maybe one-on-one calls or different things, those things are available also over on Patreon. Um, subscribe and like, and let's head off to the podcast. Like timeout that we need to like, we're having a timeout and they, they know exactly where they need to be going. Right. Um, my other question to you is um, naming drills. What do you think about that? I do. I like that. I like it. I like it to the point that once I show it, once we do it, once I show it again, I'll never boom, you know, I'm, I'm going to run Xavier and then, then boom, we're, we're in it. And then the thing is, I'm not, I'm not getting the balls. I'm not telling where to go. I'm not doing that. I'm just, that's where they have to, you, quickly. You'll, the leaders will bubble to the top too, because they're the ones that will be moving everyone to where they need to be. Um, but no, I like I like short, quick, little names. I don't. What, I, I don't really care what. When, when we come, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, you can call them blue. It doesn't. I mean, whatever you know, whatever is big in the in the UK right now, you can name it. It doesn't. That doesn't matter as long as they know it. You know, and they're you're not going to have eight thousand drills. No. Um, but I like I like short, quick things that they can remember. Um, right. Know. Um. What about uh when 
So I have a role for my injured players. So kids are going to get hurt. Yep. And my, my, my rule is if you are hurt, right? If it's anything other than you requiring a wheelchair, you will need to be a practice. Yep. Yep. Or you're in the hospital. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I said, if you have a bug and you're thrown up and everything like that, I was like, I don't want you to practice. Right. So if it's anything that's contagious or anything that's that in a wheelchair, I don't want you to practice. Other than that, you're at practice. You right. rolled your ankle, you can still sit there and come to practice. Right? Yes, and then I give them something to do. And the thing is, um, I coach volleyball too. I don't know if you knew that. I coach volleyball. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you have. So we just started, and I don't know how much you know about volleyball, but you basically have your middles tend to be your tall kids. They block right. because they block on both sides. They start in the middle and block out. Well, one of the best middles in our league and on my team twisted his ankle. Well, right. he's been here the last two days, and I sat him down, and I said, Colin, you, we need to talk. You're hurt. You're probably going to be out for a couple of weeks because I know I looked at his ankle. I go, ooh, I know what that yeah. looks like. Um, but I said, now I got two younger. I got a I got a sophomore and junior. He's a senior. So I got a 12th grader and I got an 11th and 10th that are going to have to take his spot now. I said, right. now your job is to help them. And right. and I like Star Wars. So I basically say, you're Yoda and they're Luke Skywalker right and to teach them what you oh know God. and he's it's yeah. been great the last two days have been great he's hop he's hopping around the gym and you know you got to get up like this and he's kind of explaining some of the blocking the footwork stuff because um and that's what that helped me in basketball a lot because if you know anything about there's a lot of little nuances in volleyball with footwork and stuff yeah. that i like the correlation to basketball is unbelievable um but that's um, um, so what I would I do is, and I want to like see what your opinion of it is. Is I actually print out um, two more practice sheets or a practice sheet for the kid who was injured, and I basically he looks at or he looks through all my notes that I've seen on the side. Right. So uh, I would write uh, possible foul trouble from Mister X. Right. Um, uh, look at the defensive stance. Expect uh, Bigs to slack off on the rim running. Because uh, they don't want to run the entire length of the floor, um, look to make sure that we are f- we're not giving a middle on dribble drive, and so suddenly the injured kid now becomes like, okay, I know what I'm looking at, right? And he's the one that turns around and says, "Hey, coach, can I get a timeout with them?" I was like, "Yeah, of course you can, Patrick. You can get a timeout if you want. That's what right. you want." Um, and we have we have something called earn your colors. Um, with the young group, with the younger groups, and what that is is if you if you show that show that you have moved from exceptional uh, from uh, acceptable to exceptional, you earn your club colors, and the first set of club colors that we earned this season worked from kids that were injured because they were still there, they were engaged, right? They want to be. And they're going to be. The problem is they're going to they 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 come back. They come first of all. Your team's getting better because the ones that are not injured are having to step up. But the injured ones always come back better. I'm telling yeah. you, because they, they they're seeing it in a different lens, <laughs> right? You know, so he, yeah, uh, you're not you're not averse to that whole like we'll give it give them a practice session. Do they really need to know in that much detail? They're no, like 12, they got to be there. Are you kidding me? It's like it's like you can't miss class. <laughs> this yeah. is class, man. You can't miss class because I might you know we might be, we might tweak our out of bounds play, and if you're in the training room, you're not seeing what we're doing. Um, yeah. And they'll, and the thing is, sometimes they learn. I told Colin, this is just like his first injury. Sometimes until you're injured, you really, you're just playing. You're just a kid and you're just playing. 
You know, you're just yeah. doing what the coach tells you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're adjusting. All of a sudden, you've had to shift gears, and it's like, whoa. You, you, the, the, so many good things have happened over the years from them seeing. Yeah, it's, I, they have to be a practice, and they have to be engaged to practice. Yeah. Um, what are your rules on kids that sit on the bench and they're not in the game? What is it? What is your, what are your rules with them? Uh, so hold on. I gotta, I gotta put plug in my charging cord. My little thing just turned red on my computer. And if I don't plug it in, I don't want us to die. Yeah, I'm going to look at mine as well. Hold on a second. We'll take this opportunity. Why repeat the process? Okay. Um, so let me, oh, so, so what was the question? The Oh, uh, bench guys. Yeah. So what are your rules for the bench yep. guys? For so they have to be engaged. <laughs> um, I expect, but what does that mean to a 12 year old though? Yeah, that that's, that's great. So I, I talk about the, I don't know if you've read the book energy bus. Um, but I want, I, they have to bring energy that right. when, when someone comes out the game, everyone, the, when someone comes out of our, out of our game, they go down and shake everybody's hands. <laughs> On the right. bench, like boom, 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 high fives or shakes. Okay. Then they can, then they can come back and find a seat at that point. Um, so I exp- and I tell them I actually I assign a captain on the bench that's in right. charge of everybody on the bench. It's um, okay. like I have a captain on the court. I have a captain of the bench. The captain of the bench is responsible for them. You know, oh, we just made a three. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Part of theirs is to bring energy, and then that's yeah, so right. if they're going to be those rah-rah guys, then it is what it is. And it, 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 but but the thing is, they're probably going to you're going to play them. They're going to play yeah. some, but they have to. That's where that discussion about energy is contagious, and especially when things are going bad. And so then that's where that speech comes in. And we have to find a video on it, but I have something that that I show that basically, you know, it's easy to. It's easy when you're a mile ahead in the marathon, but what happens when the guy passes you in the last two miles? That's when we need the energy. So that's when I keep talking to the captain about, okay, we're down six. Now is when I need you. <laughs> when we're up 27, you can, I still want you doing it, but we need your energy more when it, the, the, you know, the hard times rather than the easy times. Um, right. and we talk about, hey, this is, when, this is when you find out when your friends are and when your friends, you know, it's easy to be friends when things are going well. <laughs> But my true friends are when things are bad. You know, they're always the ones there when right. something happens in your life. So we have that whole life lesson thing. It's like, so that's where I need you guys. You know, you when things aren't going well, how are you picking up? What's your reaction when a timeout's called? Are you just standing on the bench? Or are you sprinting out and giving eyes high fives and giving, you know, that, all those yeah, things? So we and have we similar rules. We're talking about positive touches again. Where, and we where, practice it. I literally practice time, all that, you know, we'll put the clock up. We'll do our, you know, five on five or five on zero. We'll just have them run up and down the court and then we'll practice. All right. Timeout. How do we react? So if you, if you, it goes back to the communication kicker too. If you want to teach them how to talk during practice, you have to teach them how to talk, <laughs> you know, what to say, how to say it, when to say it. Um, I was having this conversation with another coach and I basically, my argument was very similar to yours. And I said, we're always harping on about kids communicating on the court, yet we don't let them communicate on the court. Right. Yeah. And you had to tell them how to communicate. Like, okay, Okay. time out. What should you have said there? How could you have said that? Did you say that the right way? Did you say that in a way, not like get back on defense? Hey, John, next time let's, let's convert. You got to teach them the proper 
technique. Yeah, so that's 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 what it goes like. Our rules for positive touches are the same. If you're going to talk to a teammate, every conversation must end with a positive touch. Right. Apparently, like like that. Yeah. If 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 you if you're if it's a twelve year old talking to another twelve year old and they're going to say, "Hey, listen, you're going to come. You got to run back in transition. I'm struggling on defense." And like, and the kids like, "I'm trying." Right. Turns around, he's like, "Listen, just we'll, we'll work through it. Just keep trying again, right, and right. keep a positive touch." So it's almost so like, can, and I tell my guys, it's almost like you got to take the bullet. Like, so let's say John isn't getting back. It's like, hey, John, we're having a hard time getting back. Let's let's do this, blah blah blah. You and then then a positive touch. Yeah, so yeah. that's where you got to teach your leaders how to lead. And it's like it just drives me bonkers that coach yells, "Communicate, communicate!" You know, they're screaming. Well. Okay, talk you're on yell- defense, talk on defense. Yes, you're yelling that stuff, but they don't know, especially at 12. And at 12, they don't want to stand out. They literally would be camouflaged and just, you know, they don't, there's exceptions to this rule, but most of them don't want, they want to just be another kid. They just, don't, they don't want anything that makes them stand out, they don't like. And, and how, talking does that. How animated do you get um, as a coach during a game? And, and I'll, I'll tell you the reason why I am making a conscious decision this year to try and stay as emotionally detached from the game as I can so that I do not become the over-emphatic coach, which I will put my hand up and say last year because we were fighting back from a lot of stuff we turned our season around i ended up being that coach towards the end right um where i was very much i would say as my career has gone i have become less and less and less um i don't i'm very competitive i'm like crazy that's 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 the that's the root cause of my issues so it is it is and um as i've learned with age it's like i can't want it more than they do (laughs) um so I, at times I have to be the energy and that's where, that's where my whole bench captain making them do it. So I don't have to do it. So I can literally only worry about X's and O's. Um, so what I've really done is make a, try to make a conscious effort of staying, not worrying about the officials. Um, and I will be the cheerleader and I will be the rah, rah more than, you know, cause I will lose focus if I'm worried about the call. I'm worried about the official. I'm worried about that. So I, I'm, I, I would say I'm in the middle to maybe more animated than less animated. Um, but part of that has been volleyball, volleyball officials. You can't even talk to them. Like they're like, it's a whole different world. Well, you've kind of led on to my, my last and final question for you is, will you, would you ever burn a timeout to go talk to a ref? Um, Ooh, that's a great question. I have. Um, I don't. I think the, those five timeouts are are crazy valuable, in my opinion, because it's the only – and we play in halves rather than quarters. Right. So okay. it is the only time that I can teach and I can adjust other than on the fly. Um, so – like, I, I don't know if I've told you, like, a loose ball on the floor, we don't take a timeout. Like, it's a big thing in the States to go get a loose ball and get it and then take a timeout. That right. seems like a waste to me. We we call it – we we basically tell the boys if there's a loose ball, you go get it, and then you yeah, get we, it to a teammate. We ain't wasting one. 
you, no, you we're not allowed. We're not allowed to call timeout on a loose ball or anything like that. Players can't call timeouts. It must be done at stop of play. Yours so must be. Yeah, I, we, we we must. It must be at stop of play. So out of bounds. So it's not it's not one of my finer points. But if I do need to like buy like buy some time, what I'd do is. I'd make a, and I didn't want to time out. And I thought that my boys needed to talk to each other or something like that. I could, right. you could, um, you could on the, if, if the other team is scoring free throws on the second shot, you call a sub at the second shot. So for the sub to come in by our rules, we have 30 seconds to bring the sub in. Oh, you so do. I could, I'm, I'm, I, I, I kind of swing it in that if I really need it in like right. we're in a close game, and I burned all my timeouts. Yeah. Other teams come back to like tie the game or something. I'll turn around. I'll make a. I'll make a sub. Right. And I turn. See, so and say, I. Right. I consider timeouts like I. I tell the boys as long as we have timeouts, we're not out of the game because we can stop the clock. We can set something up. We can do that. So I. I don't. I. I'd rather go home with some than right. not than than burn and through them. Then, bur- then, then burn through them because of ref calls. Yep. Um. And the last, another one that, that you kind of, if you have a couple of kids that seem to get into a lot of foul trouble. Yep. Um, due to mistakes that you constantly point out week in, week out. Is there a trick that you have or a, or like a condition that you can so play you, out during you, the practice? You play quarters, right? Yeah, play quarters. Okay. Hey, everybody. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. A um, couple things you can do real quick. Subscribe and like here and on YouTube under T-Troops under YouTube. Leave any sort of reviews, any comments. We love those. Um, if you do any shopping on Amazon, down below is our Amazon link. Um, you know, it doesn't cost you anything, especially if you're a Prime member. Even if you're not a Prime member, we get a small little commission every time that you purchase through our link. Um, and the last thing is make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. I can't imagine a better resource, a better way to um, expand your horizons. There's nothing like it on the web that I have found. Um, you know, I have experienced everything that you're experiencing. I've coached guys at the highest level. I've coached NBA guys. I've coached, you know, fifth grade boys how to dribble so it's I've, I've experienced everything that you're experiencing and i am here to help um so you know go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better all right back to the podcast so my rule of thumb how many kids do you have on your team 12 okay my rule of thumb is if you pick up your second in the first half i pull you you're done, you're done. okay so what, what it does is it does a couple things it forces me to play more kids right um it teaches them to not do the stupid fouls. And trust me, there's times when they get two and it's like, oh crap. But there's a lot of time in that second. You got four, you got you got 20 minutes in the second half. Now, if you're down 15 and you're feeling like you got to put them in, but they know when they get that second one that they might as well just start walking over to the bench. Um uh, <laughs> because it 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 does a couple things. It forces, hey, I believe in the next it's next man up. Like if you yeah. can't take care of, you know, the fouls and you're take you got to, you just got to charge in a stupid foul. You're coming out. Um, yeah. the, and- the, the thing is but with us is that the, the technicals here as well count towards personal fouls. They do. So I, have a kid, I have a kid that sat there, shot the ball openly into the basket, like straight. It was a layup, went through the rim. He caught it to give it to the other team. 
And so the ref's like, listen, that's your second warning. Don't touch the ball if it goes through the net and give him a tech. That's his second. Right. There's exceptions to every rule. That one's like, that's not even a, that, yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you want a condition, they have yeah. to, they have to understand how important those are. And then basically if they have three in the second half, they should be able to play the whole second half for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a way to condi- that's what I have found to be successful as far as conditioning them to um, to do that. Especially, especially the bigger kids, they just they're with their arms and them just being the way they are. They're stupid fouls, in my opinion. Yeah, there is there is no like attempt at the ball. He's tra- he's trying to block a kid that's already got past him, going to the basket instead of going up at the backboard. He go drop his hands and try and block it coming out of the kid's right. hands. So then, so then your punishment punishment quote unquote is you're coming out and someone yeah. else is going in because that you didn't you know and that and the thing is they're going to play hard they're not going to do that um because it's almost worse when you get to the second half and you're in the fourth quarter and they have four fouls then they're really more worried about falling out if they only have two going into the, into the second half um i think it gives them more freedom to go play a little bit too i think what about what about feedback to kids that are coming off the floor how do you do that what i ask them to do for example is i ask them as soon as they come off the floor um make sure when they're coming off the floor all their teammates stand up it's positive touches all the yep. way again yep. and you do not go and sit at the end of the bench you come and sit next to me yep. the first thing always so, sit next to me yep always then, sit next to me and the, and, and and the, the thing is i'll be up um, so often they'll be taking my seat. So then my, whatever assistant I have there, I'll know who's going to, because they're going to, they're going to, I say, get a drink, get your towel, do whatever. But then you got to become a student of the game at that point, because you might be coming out just because you needed to come out and you're tired. You might yeah. be coming out because of stuff that you did. So we need to give you feedback quickly. So you know, when you go back in, what's going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, and then what do you have your assistance track for you? Um, uh, I have my assistance track just about everything. I'll, I'm, I got to find, I have one assistant that keeps track of every uh, possession so I can figure out what we're running, what, whether it's a make or a miss. So this uh, year is going to be my first, my first year's experience with kind of crossover. Okay. So hopefully yeah, that we does. Changed, we went to huddle. We changed. Right. Um, right. But they're both good. They're both basically the exact same thing. Um, so we're we're gonna see. I'm gonna see what, what crossover can do for me. Yep. But I still ask um, the assistants to kind of track some stuff during practice, even. So, for example, we wanted to tr- I wanted to track how many passes we make in an entire practice. Um, turnovers is a big one for me. Uh, yeah, how many turnovers we turn over the ball um, in the game? I actually because I can do the rest via video because we, we video everything back. Yep. Uh, I ask them, I, I ask how many possessions we have, right? And how, like, so how many possessions we have, how many possessions the other team has. And my, my concept is, if I'm going to measure turnovers, then I must know how many possessions there has yep. been. In the and then you have to know, and, 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 and I have, I mean, I want to know points per possession because you'll win most, if you're over a point of possession, you'll win most games. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the idea. The, the idea is if we're going to, if we're going to play a fast pace of basketball, which is what we play, um, it's very, very rarely. And I told them, I said, we will go through some plays this year, guys. But you, if you get through the first rotation off it, fantastic. Um, you're only going to have one play, one sideline, one baseline. That's all you're going to get. The rest is going to be all read and react. 
Right. And the thing is with those, with only having like, let's say you have only one baseline out of bounce play, that's where you can get to the nuances of here's your read. Oh, they took this away. What would your read be? I mean, that's where they got to, yeah. And, and that's and that's and that's why there's only one of them. So we've literally I've broken down everything um, from what is your tell on on the defense if they jump to the ball too early, get a foot above the three point line. This is what it means uh, if they if they don't jump to the ball and they they stood there flat footed. This is what it means. Um, you you've got a face cut, you've got a backdoor cut, etc. Um, if we are now looking to inbound the ball, please note that you have five seconds. What we want is we want a quick inbound. Right. Oops, you froze. Off coach. the plate oh, to kind of get a better look at the basket. Um, so we run, we, we run like um, elevator doors for a for our baseline. Okay. And when we first, when I first taught it to the kids, it was, um, let's run the entire length of the play while the ball's still out of bounds. I'm like, no, no, we inbound it and then let it continue out. It's to get a better, higher percentage shot. Right. And that's all that it is. Right. Um, um, the, my last question that I've asked all my, all my basketball questions, okay. Steve, I've got just one more question for you. No um, and I want you to, to be completely ruthless and honest with me. Okay. Um, I am actually thinking of starting my own podcast for the UK. Okay. Um, I think there's a huge disconnect in what we're doing on the floor. Um, I, as, as development youth coaches, and I want to kind of bring that to light. All right. The, you got to have me on. You, you have me on. Definitely, I'm right, definitely right. having you on. <laughs> if, if like the first or I'm second. Tell you, I'll, I'll tell you a couple things with the podcast. Um, so first thing is you got to learn how to batch. <laughs> right. Um, what is batch? Batching means you're going to try to do a lot of, you, you, you're going to have to basically like all my interviews and stuff. When I interview, um, like college coaches, and stuff, you basically got to fix, pick a weekend and say, well, I'm doing podcasts this weekend. You're going to do right. Okay. Okay. You got to batch them. You you, got to come up because otherwise you're just going to be like, um, and I would start out once a week. I mean, I'm up to, I'm up to four or five times a week now, but I've got it down to a system where like tonight I will do all of September. Basically I have it in the queue. I just got to go through edit, clean some stuff up and then I'll just upload all of September. Um, but right. that's what you got to, you got to come up with a, it's like anything like coaching. You got to come up with a system <laughs> right. that's going to help you because otherwise you're just, it's going to be this juggling thing. And it's like, so here, here's, here's what I was thinking as well. And my idea was not to talk to any of the pro coaches. Um, no, 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 no. The problem is the higher up, here's my theory. The higher up you get, the more that doesn't, it doesn't resonate. Like yeah. what, what John Calipari does doesn't resonate with, I mean, Kentucky, yeah. I need to talk to people like you and I. I don't know. Do, do, you, do, you, do you go to work in a, in a Benz and have a private jet? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. What is, is Memorial paying you that kind of no. money? No. <laughs> but that's, but that's the issue is like, I want to talk to people that are, are in the, are, are going like, Oh crud, I got to teach all day and then I got to go coach or yeah. I got to drop my kid off at daycare and then yeah. I got to figure out an hour and a half youth practice. Those yeah. are the people I want to talk to because they're the ones that are in the same, they're, they're experiencing the same thing that I'm experiencing. Yeah. I mean, uh, what about the um, kind of divert the, the, the divergence away from just basketball coaches? So one of the guys who I thought was really interesting to talk to 
Um, his son actually plays basketball. Um, and I was talking to him and he runs a company called Train Brain. Yep. Uh, where he is a sports psychologist. He has some heavy hitter athletes in his portfolio. That right. I think the niche, I think if you're looking for a niche, especially because I have a lot of, I have a bunch of listeners in the UK. And no, it, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't want to like carve myself out of niche, niche, uh, niche outside of basketball. It is basketball. Right. However, how about, is there, do you think, is there room for like people to listen to other aspects of high performance athletes and what they want? Uh, so what, what, how does that translate to our youth? Yeah, how to actually like the 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 the, the basically the transition from you may not think your son is um, a Christian a Cristiano Ronaldo who is like a, a like a famous soccer guy, right. right? And however, I'll put you in front of Jamie, who's this guy at uh, Train Brain, and he will right. kind of break down to say that the thought process that he uses can actually be for can be used with a young kid. Yeah, it just needs to be yes. scaled back yes. a bit. And there's tons um, of those kind of people to talk to. There's nutrition, like you said, the nutrition guy you just talked about. That's that's the whole thing. I want to kind of, yeah. I want to talk to some nutrition guys about basketball. What we're telling our kids about basketball. Yeah. I want to talk to some psychologists, some some what you call them, psychologists, sports psychologists that tell them or talk to them about yeah. basketball. Yeah. I want to talk to coaches that are on the floor and the struggles that they're going through about basketball. Well, the thing is, there isn't one. I mean basketball is basketball that is true but what what's happened in the u.s and canada is a little bit different than what's happening in europe and the uk yeah. so yeah there isn't one for yeah so that, there, that, there is I a think, need in that market yeah i think so too and i i like don't get me wrong i've i've recorded the first one okay uh, it's just an introduction and i played it back and i absolutely hate the sound of my okay. voice it's absolutely and the thing is i don't even go back and listen to my like first 50 anymore it's it's horrible it's oh yeah, my. It's, I, I listen to myself going i sound absolutely terrible and what the key the is don't the key is like i and this is my theory with good podcast i'm being 100 percent honest steve i'm i'm I stick my arms. That's why I'm smiling. I'm going. It's got to be very. It's got to be very conversationalish. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you and I can talk for. I mean, you and I can talk for hours. Right. That's that's not. That, I'm 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 quite I'm quite conversational like that. I don't. Yeah, and the thing is, it's like you gotta, you basically gotta go. Okay, what would I want to know from this this sports psychologist? What would I want to know from um the uh, whatever it is? It, Do yeah. you give your the people that you're interviewing some kind of pre questionnaire or something like no, that? No, I give them nothing. Give them nothing. It's just a casual conversation. The, and the thing is, I, I I give them. I I I know their background, so I can do a yeah, formal yeah. introduction. But then I don't. Um, I don't. I tell them once we get on, we go because I I don't I don't want any small talk. I don't want anything because I want that on tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll literally get you know, uh, um, you know, whoever. I'll get a college coach on. I'll say, okay, as soon as I hit, as soon as we get on, I'm gonna say hi. How you doing? All right, we're gonna go, and then I hit record, and we go, and then I can always edit and post post production stuff. But um, that, that, so that that's what that's what and it I is. do it. I do it because it's just fun, you know. I uh, whatever. That, that's that's that. I'll I'll be honest, and if, if there is a reason, and I'm and I'm completely honest with the people, I turn around and I say, listen, I'm a guy that's in coaching. Um, right. Plus, I have my own little business on the side. However, right. I I actually coach because that's what occupies majority of my day. Right. And, in terms of CPD, right, I don't have any C continuous uh, professional development. Right, um, 
I don't have any continuous professional development, not because I don't want it. It's because I just sometimes don't have time for it. This summer, I had to, I have regional duties where um, I'm like the under 17s Northeast uh, region uh, head coach for, for the UK. Right. I had, I basically, luckily for me this year, there was no under, under 17s age groups. So I said, that was perfect. I'm now going to go ahead and do my level three. It costs an arm and a leg to do. So right. It, it, it's right. expensive, of course. Too. Right. However, I was like, right, this is the only chance I'm going to get. Right. To kind of better myself. And the reason behind me doing the podcast, Dave, and I was, I was like, I said, I'll be completely honest with anybody. It's for my CPD. Right. How, how else to, I love doing it. I love talking it's to reason, people. It's one of the reasons I started Teach Hoops too. It's like, all right, I have all this stuff and it's fun and I get to meet people all over the world and it made me a better coach because people it's like, ooh, maybe you should do that, Steve. You know, that, yeah, yeah it's the exact same thing. It really is. Like that, 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 I was thinking to myself going, right, what is, the, and don't get me wrong, there's, there, there are like my network, my reach, my people that I talk to, it'll do, it'll do, I know it has its own advantages for myself. Right. However, I really want to do it because from the CPD standpoint, it's kind of like understanding what other coaches are doing. Like I can sit there and pick, I can sit and talk to you, Steve, for like another two hours, just picking <laughs> stuff. Right. Just going, what would you do if uh, a kid walked into the gym, like how I had a couple of days ago, kid from Olympiana Milano, six foot three, right? Can, okay, kids speak a bit of English, right? but he can speak the language of basketball, right? He's doing really well. How do I get a kid like him to bond with the other 11 that I have on my team? It's and I can, you and I can have a, I can an right. entire episode have, yes, on just on that. that. On that, yes, yes. You know. Trust me, you won't have problems coming up with topics. Yeah, topics right. will not be an issue. Hey, everybody, hope you enjoyed that podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Uh, make sure you go over and check us out on YouTube, Teach Hoops on YouTube. Um, it's a great channel, always putting new videos up there. Also, make sure you go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Do you want to win that conference championship? Do you want to win that state championship? Do you want to win that tournament? Let me help you do that. Go over and check it out. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.